Fantastic. So welcome, everyone. We are week seven of Naturally Healthy Club and coming live from the attic <laughs> in my mother-in-law's house where they have a big collection of CDs. Um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about simplifying nutrition. And I wanted to start this with something that Emma had posted in the group. It's something that she has above her desk. And it says, somehow, and I don't know how, this is going to turn out better than better than expected relax. I just think that's so genius because whenever, like, I, I like, I really believe that not that stuff happens for a reason, but there's always something good to come out of every situation. But to be reminded of that when you're in the moment is like so helpful <laughs> rather than waiting till the end. So as soon as I get home, Emma, I'm going to be making my own sign and putting it above my, my desk. So I, I remember that. Okay, so our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy. So I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I am way more powerful than I think. I want you to really let that sink in. Like I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. I reminded myself of that at dinner tonight. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay, which is the key part of that. It's just like accepting wherever we are and the, the second part to that, I would like, I previously I had in there, uh, what is it? Did I say, oh, yeah. And there's just something here for me to learn. But what I was thinking is that actually what I think in when I, on those moments when I weigh myself and it's higher than I want it to be, uh, is that my thought around that is that it's just a reminder to be more intentional. This is just a sign I need to be more intentional today. And that's a really helpful, calm thought rather than rather than like freaking out and using it as going into the story of like catastrophizing for the future about how we're never going to get where we want to go question number five i mean belief number five how do i want this to go i guess it's question it is question number five how do i want this to go such a useful question overeating is never worth it even just one more bite is not worth it i think i use that every definitely once a day um, and I definitely use it tonight. And there's, I've got some beautiful salmon and cauliflower set aside now that I would would have otherwise eaten if I hadn't had that thought. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in those first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings, which will be a future module of work that we're going to dive into. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein, which is going to be a big lesson for today to diving deep into, um, well, diving deep into nutrition, but also keeping it really easy. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, and then we have our Naturally Healthy Club process and there's four parts to our process and I'm going to talk about them every week because this is really all we need to be doing. It's like just these four things. So we, the way we remember it is light, L-I-T-E, but we're implementing it backwards. So, so far we've, we've started with enjoy, E for enjoy, thought there, there's no rush and our habits, two habits for this one, putting our cutlery down in between bites just to slow ourselves down. And then also anticipating something delicious. So that's you know, actually letting ourselves look forward to the food that we're eating. And 
highly recommend doing that every day. Like have something that I was so looking forward to my salmon tonight, like have something that you've got planned for the, during the day that you are going to really enjoy. Tears for tracking and the thought there is, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay, which I mentioned before. And the habit of course, weighing ourselves every day from this place of like curiosity and calm, like not this place of beating ourselves and acceptance, not this place of beating ourselves up. Then eyes for making intentional choices. And the, the habit that goes with that is our daily practice. And the key thought that goes with that is how do I want this to go? And we can use that for any time frame. It can be for how do I want this, like, like this next few bites to go. It can be how do I want this next meal to go. It can be how I want, do I want the whole day to go. It can be how do I want my trip to go. Like it could be like you can use that in any kind of time frame, which is so helpful. And then our final part of our process is L for listening to our bodies. And the key thought that goes with that is this one around overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. And there are some habits that go with that, but we haven't got to that yet. So um, that is stay tuned. That's um, not next week, but the week after we're going to be diving into this skill of learning to listen to our bodies. Okay. So in terms of plan for today, um, we, I've got a little bit of news to share and then we'll do a recap on last week's call and then I'll open up to tiny wins and lessons. So start thinking now, what is, not is there something, there, there is something that's happened this week that you've either learned a lesson or you've had a win or both. I want you to get ready to share it with the group and that's, you can type it in the chat or you can unmute yourself. Um, I'm getting myself ready for some uncomfortable silence. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to do, uh, then we're going to yeah, talk about this week's lesson, which is all around nutrition and my approach to, this is my approach to nutrition and helping you find your own you know, philosophy around nutrition. And we've got a couple of, we've got an exercise to, to do with that. Actually, two exercises to do with that, but not not deep, deep diving into our subconscious like we did last week. So these ones are just thinking about food. So um uh so yeah that's coming up and then also um opening up to coaching at the end and i've got some coaching for emma which i'll either do this call or i'll do on the the, the later call okay so in terms of news post of the week prize um this week went to Sigal and she posted she actually lives in israel and she posted war it was called war and she said i live in israel i imagine you know what happened here a week ago i haven't been reading or listening or posting my tiny win is that i'm keeping sane not binging, waiting for the sadness and anger to settle. So like, yeah. And so for, first of all, like, you know, hearts out to, to Seagal. I can't imagine what that's like. And I also wanted to celebrate everyone who'd commented on that post, like sending the love. Like it was just, I was like, oh, so proud to be part of this amazing community that we have in the Naturally Healthy Club. That felt, felt really good. Um, yeah. And so for Seagal, just let us know what we can do to help because if there's anything that we can please yeah like any support anything you need let us know um okay so other news uh we're starting our first challenge this week for naturally healthy club and i've already had some pit takers i was like yes people said they're in and so the first challenge we do is the daily practice challenge and the whole purpose of this challenge is just to have that focus of building and of building this habit of like taking that small window of time every day 
to be intentional with our food and whatever, however you want to create your daily practice is really up to you. So it's a 14 day challenge. Um, I've posted, it's in the resources section in circle. I'll just put the link to that in the chat here in case you haven't seen it. I put it in the email today, um, but yeah, it's, it's in, in circle in the resources. Oh, that didn't have the HTTP. Let me copy that properly. This is where, okay. In the circle. Yeah, so the whole point of this, this challenge is to build that habit and to actually you know, have that use that, that tiny habits formula for creating a new habit. And so the point of the point of the daily practice challenge isn't to do it perfect perfectly. So if you skip it, if you miss a day, if you forget for whatever reason, just like it's a 14-day challenge, but it doesn't have to be 14 consecutive days. So just just do it how what feel do it in a way that feels good and supportive to you. Um, of course, like for me, my daily practice is something that I'm committed to doing every single day. And I actually posted a win in the group where I'm up to like 850 days of like of a streak of doing my daily practice every day um, because it really makes a difference to my life. Like if I, when I, well, I don't know what it's like when I don't do it because it's been a long time, but I just know that it helps me um, be more intentional. And that's like, I, I love it for that. I also just, it feels good when I do it. So uh, I feel, would feel weird for me not to do it now, now, as you can imagine. So yeah, I just invite you to join in that challenge. And, you know, it's a couple of minutes a day. It's not a big commitment of your time, but the results that you get from it are like so worth it. So this is something to do for yourself. Um, okay. And then, oh, in other news, my um, alcohol group, my secret society of intentional booze hounds, um, the new group for that starting in November. So if you know someone who might be interested in being doing what we're doing with Naturally Healthy Club for food, but doing that with alcohol, where they're like finding this balance of enjoying it, but not cutting it out completely uh, and just being intentional around alcohol. So uh, just send them, I've pasted a link in the chat. So just send them that link. So there's a video they can opt in to watch the video and find out more details. Okay. So last week we spoke about subconscious beliefs and like obstacle thoughts and lim limiting beliefs. And, and, the, and the reason why this is important is because the, the beliefs that we have about ourselves, they really dictate like we acting consistently to consistency consistently with how we see ourselves and so if our we have a subconscious view of ourselves as being someone who is you know emotionally eats or doesn't like you know overeats or whatever it is doesn't have a good relationship with food then we need to change that because otherwise it's that's going to keep playing out and it's going to be very difficult for us to actually change our relationship with food. So we did an exercise last week to uncover and was just answering this simple question like why aren't you at your ideal weight? And some amazing things came up from that. And it's fascinating, like everyone has different things that 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 come up. So if you haven't done that exercise, like it, it's a couple of minutes to do it, but I highly recommend just sitting down with a notebook or opening a note on your computer and, and doing the exercise. And then when you get those list of reasons, choosing the one or two that feel the most emotionally charged. And if you can 
on your own, like find a new thought that's going to be helpful to counteract the the limiting belief, then great, start thinking that thought on purpose. But if you're like, oh, what do I do with this? Um, which a few people have done, which has been amazing, then just post in the group for coaching and I can help you and we can work through that. And there were a couple of people that posted in the group and I actually recorded some um recorded some coaching for for them so it's um it is important to do to uncover those things because and there can be conflicting like we can, we can have conflicting desires and there can be all sorts of things that come up so that is that I wouldn't skip that step like it really is worthwhile doing okay um yeah so that was like last week's lesson and and basically, uh, yeah, I didn't didn't should have mentioned this at the beginning. Yeah, basically, like when we talk about subconscious beliefs and these scary, like it sounds scary and mystical, but really uh, the way I the way I've heard about it more recently, which I find really helpful, is to think of it as our habit brain, our habitual thoughts. So these are the thoughts that we've thought so many times that they go into our subconscious because they're they're that's a way for our brains to be more efficient, and so. We can use that. We can. We we can. We do have influence over that. It's not like this separate, you know, closed space. Like the the conscious thoughts that we have do impact our subconscious and and vice versa. And so, what we want to do is uncover what the un, the unhelpful thoughts are, so that we can choose appropriate new helpful thoughts and intentionally think them on purpose. So, in your daily practice, like writing them out, thinking them, like having them on a post-it and thinking those thoughts on purpose so that you like, and they become the new habitual thoughts. And that's, and then that's super cool because once you get those new thoughts reprogrammed in there about how, you know, I, I can reach my ideal weight with ease and joy, like amazing. Like if your subconscious is thinking I can reach my ideal weight with ease, you know what's going to happen, you're going to reach your ideal weight with ease. So we can use that hab habitual pathway for good. Uh, okay, so that's what we spoke about last week. Did anyone have, before we move on to Tiny Wins, did anyone have any thoughts or did anything come up for anyone after doing that exercise? Oh, Emma's here with her. <laughs> Emma's up super early. <laughs> um, yeah, did any, anyone got anything they'd like to share after after last week's call? dramas if you don't any questions yeah Lindsay um I have the in the answer to why am I not my ideal weight already um one of the reasons for that was I stopped trying when I get close enough right 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 which was quite a revelation I didn't realize I did that until I just gave it some thought so on the back of that I've just been trying to sort of reframe that thought with, well, let's be curious to see if I can. Oh, I can keep going rather yeah. than re just realizing the habit of, oh, I'm close enough and then I'll give up. Yeah. Do you have a sense of why that would be? Like, maybe because of. I yeah probably because I think it's I won't maintain it so what's the point it'll be very hard work those last 
few pounds will be really hard work. Um, yeah, my sister keeps telling me I'll look older. So losing you look way. older, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll see. Like, so if, the, if that's the underlying, like, so if we dig down a little bit further, if you're like thinking it's going to be hard to maintain this, like, this is going to be hard work. That was actually um, Naomi on the uh, the late call last week. That was one of hers. Is like, and she does the same thing. It's like she like her weight gets close and then she like ends up overeating to like to push it away because she, she doesn't want it to be hard work and mm -hmm. so like yeah so isn't it fascinating it is it is fascinating and I think because when I've got down to that magic number before it's been following a plan and therefore it's very true that I probably well you well, know I won't work because it yeah it was hard work and it wouldn't be sustainable it's not a lifestyle um and I would like to go back out socializing and eat bread again okay you know it, just all of those those rules so now I think I'm yeah really beginning to feel confident that this is sustainable so why not be curious to see if I can yeah get to that, that weight again yeah mm. let's be curious to see if this could be easy might be the thought there, Lindsay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's so good to uncover that, Lindsay. Like, I love it. Yeah. And they're like, I'll look older one, but what if you feel younger? <laughs> like, <laughs> then maybe you'll want to feel younger. <laughs> and maybe yeah, you'll look younger too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I know that's coming from a place of, you know, potential whatever jealousy sibling sibling rivalry, rivalry. <laughs> there could be a whole, whole bag there we could unpack yeah <laughs> she's lost a lot of weight but she's only ever done it um by quite extreme measures right and yeah um yeah so i won't name different plans that she's done yeah, but they're, they're yeah. so yeah i don't i just don't feel i'm on a diet amazing yeah, yeah. Okay, so Thank let's you. let's be curious if, if, to see if this could be easy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. Oh, thanks for sharing, Lindsay. Um, okay, Marisa had posted in the chat. This is where I'm struggling to read my chat. Um, if I mess up during the day, I tend to give up for the rest of the day. Oh my goodness! Instead of just getting back on the horse and salvage the day, yes, I get caught in that too. My goodness. So actually, Marisa, would you like to to speak about this? Sure. I'll be an example if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, th this is like classic for me. Um, I've been on every diet there is. And, and I don't think that I'm on a diet right now, but I do feel like there are things that I need to do properly or, you know, successfully. And even when I'm not doing those correctly or in my eyes correctly, I kind of get down and, and I just say, screw it. Well, I'm yeah, just gonna... screw it. yeah. <laughs> and, but I was reading an article today. Somebody actually lost a lot of weight by like turning this mindset around. And so I, I'd love to come up with something to help me with that belief that, you know, you know, to turn that around that it's, it's not, uh, 
our right to give up because actually like I might mess up and it might be like the smallest little thing, but if I give up the rest of the day, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. If I turn it around, I might, it might not be that big of a deal if I could just turn it around and, and not have that mentality. So I know that I'm like doing myself a disservice, but I've been doing it. And, and I know that that's like, that's a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, how, yeah, that comes up a lot for people, Marisa, and it's like it's classic like diet mentality of like yeah. I'm ruin the day, so like like yeah, just whatever, most late whatever, and I'll start again yeah. tomorrow. I'll start again Monday. I'll start again whenever. Yeah. Oh my god, start yeah. again Monday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a thought that I find helpful for that is just reminding yourself like I don't have to do this perfectly, and so. When your brain's going, like, I, I haven't done it right or I've messed up or something, just reminding yourself, hang on, I don't have to do this perfectly. Yeah. And then that kind of takes the edge off it. And then yeah. also, like, reminding yourself, like, I can just choose again now. Like, how do I want this to go now? That's good. Like a flow chart. <laughs> yeah. If this, then this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And because when you connect in with that, like, how do I want this to go now? Like, do I really want to, like, just overeat and do random stuff? Like, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been noticing a lot of changes in, in, and it's all the thought processes. This and is so great. I feel good about that. Like, I, I'm just thinking more and more about things and like why am I doing that (laughs) and I should be doing this and you know so I just do do feel good about it um but I do get caught up in things that are just like like you know limiting disbelief obstacles so Connie what are you doing so um that that's that's perfect I don't have to do this perfectly. And how do I want this to go now? That That's perfect. Yeah, amazing. Great. And Christine also offered um, each meal, each new bite is a chance to listen to my body. So that's thank you for sharing that one, Christine. Yeah, amazing. Great. Yeah. And like Marisa really, Marisa, really celebrate yourself that you, you're tuning in and you're having awareness around this because you think like before yeah. it would have just all been happening on autopilot. And now yeah. you're like the more awareness you bring into it, like, the more than you are able to to put up roadblocks and do like to do different have different thoughts and you, yeah. like, you're totally going to get a different result from that yeah thank you amazing cool. oh so good okay <laughs> do we have any any wins does anyone want to share in the group this week not do we have any wins i know there are wins out there <laughs> share them with me <laughs> i'll do one and oh, it's amazing rachel and it's not around food, but it's funny. It just tied into what you're saying about how do I want this to go and being able to apply it to anything. And I was gone at a trade show and busy and work and I'm sitting here overwhelmed. How do I, you know, like, where do I start? And I just went, how do I want this day to go? Meaning for work. And it just kind of calmed me down and just brought a sense of like, well, I want it to go this way. And it just, okay, let's 
try to get it to go that way. So it's interesting to see how you can apply it to. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's like, and just think about like, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're like, ah, and then like, when you go, how do I want this to go? You just automatically, like you feel empowered. Hey. Yeah. It was a, it was an interesting shift like a viable thought like it just did kind of calm me down doesn't mean it'll be you know I lose it later but yeah myself yeah that's right you can yeah like check in again like oh okay so now how do I want it to go yeah (laughs) amazing yeah so good to be able to like yeah use it yeah like go use these things in other areas of life for sure so amazing thanks Rachel (laughs) okay Emma said hey guys um tiny win um, I'm live, maybe not alive, but live. <laughs> Yay. So Emma's in Australia, so it's 6 a.m. for Emma. Um, love it. Margaret, so good to see you actually. Um, I can relate to the all or nothing thinking too. I don't have to do this perfectly and there are no bad foods help me. So thanks for sharing that one, Margaret. Okay. Okay. I know someone else has got a tiny win. Well, this is going to be my win. Oh, yay. Margaret, I'm here. Yeah, yeah Margaret is here. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. You know, I was away and like over a month ago and I got out of lost track of my daily practice. Like I, di- I didn't save it or something. And then it was like, oh, well, not going to, you know, I've messed it up. You've messed it up, Margaret. <laughs> Didn't do it for a little while. Anyway, it does make a huge difference. And it was, you know, similar to, you know, I don't have to do it perfect. No one is can- like, yes, I had 200 and something <laughs> uh, daily. All oh, your streak. <laughs> entries, but you know what? Like, who cares? Just start again. Keep going. And I was doing it in my head, and then I just thought, just anyway. I've now that I'm back doing it, I'm tuning in. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And so, tell me, like, when you were doing it in your head, like, to when you not write as it, good, uh, not as good, isn't it? Yeah, it's no. mad. Yeah, it's totally different yeah, for me. I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I I thought I was doing it, like, oh yeah, I'm still doing it. But really, I have to write it down. I mean, write- and I just do it on the I just do it on the app, you know, yeah. on the computer. But I I have to do that. Yeah, or you have to do it, or you want to do it, Margaret. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it's like oh I've missed you, Jewel. I've missed you too, Margaret. So Margaret's in the last group. <laughs> oh, good to see you, Margaret. Amazing. <laughs> How's the, how the sticky bun's going? <laughs> it's not Christmas yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Okay, I'm just going to strip off my my Aran Islands jumper. It's very warm. Um, we went to Galway and I bought a jumper and they're meant to be warm and they really are. <laughs> Okay, now let's talk about nutrition. Um, okay, I love this lesson and I love like changing, opening up actually everyone's minds to a new way to approach nutrition. So that my simple, like if I was going to simplify nutrition in one sentence, it would be this. How you eat and how much you eat 
and how you think about it is way more important than what you eat. And the fascinating thing is that like modern nutrition, like it's all talking about what you eat, like good foods, bad foods, like lists of permitted foods to avoid these foods. Like it's all about like what, right? And the thing is that like when you think about it, like on a logical, like from a just a like just rational thing, like yes, like like yes, there's a difference between the types of foods, but really how much you eat of them is is way more important than whether you're having, you know, whether you're having you know, you never having bread or you you are having bread. And I actually, when I studied my health coaching. My nutrition lecturer, she actually was the one that articulated this for me. I can put it into words, but I knew that, like, I had kind of been coming at it, coming up with it myself in parallel. But when she said that, I was just like, yeah, like, she said, so she was like, you know, how you eat and how much you eat is way more important than what you eat. And it just like light bulbs went off in my head. I was like, yeah, it's so true, <laughs> true. So now we're going to go through and we're going to look at each, each aspect of this so in terms of like how to eat so the thing I like this is the enjoyment piece so like being present when you're eating like slowing down putting that cutlery down enjoying the food or not or just paying attention and noticing actually I'm not really enjoying this like you um just being there for the experience and of course, like not being judgmental of yourself, you don't have to do it, like not being expecting it to be for perfect. There are times where your thoughts wander or your attention wanders and that's completely fine. Uh, but yeah, like being present make, goes a long way. And then we, the other thing is like actually planning your time and, and your life so that you make eating and preparing food, like if you want to, an important part of your lifestyle. It's like actually giving yourself that gift of, you know, 15 minutes to eat your lunch, giving yourself that gift of, you know, a half an hour or, or like, you know, for us it was like probably closer to an hour that we was, we sat at the dinner table tonight as a family um, with in my mother-in-law, with my mother-in-law, like, and just chatted about our day, like giving, like, but, but like giving food, the, giving food the respect that it, that it, that it deserves. And, the, um, and the other part of like how to eat is, what I've mentioned before around this idea of like having actual proper meals and if you want a snack, having intentional snacks. Um, so you get to focus, so you get to really enjoy that food, so you get better quality food as opposed to just randomly grazing and just grabbing, you know, whatever when you're starving and making like choices that aren't so great. So, so this how you eat piece, that's the first part. How much you eat, of course, is just, rather than like getting someone to tell you or you should be on these however many calories like actually listening to your body and not using our brains to micromanage how much like actually letting our bodies dictate that and using that the there's actually a psychological component to hunger so using that to your advantage and they're they're things that we're going to cover in the future so I won't go into too much detail there but you get the idea it's like letting your body decide rather than letting external people or external things decide how much uh actually the one thing i do want to say with the the how much is that one thing i've really learned from learning to listen to my body is that 
we're not the, like robots where we use a certain amount of oil. We need a certain amount of oil every day. Like the amount of food, how much we eat food we eat, need varies depending on the seasons. It varies depending on the, like, you know, uh, of course our activity levels, it, it varies depending on like where we are in our menstrual cycle. If we have a cycle, like, like so many factors go into that, how much sleep we've had, whether we've been awake, like all those things play into it. So, so it, it's really, it's really complicated and it's not the same every day. So we want like the only, the best way to navigate that is to just let our bodies do what they're designed to do and let them manage that for for ourselves. Then in terms of like when to eat, uh, I think this one, it's really, again, it's up to the individual to, to work out, but eating in a way that suits your circadian rhythms. So you don't want to, and I think the, the other reason I recommend like having meals and and being intentional with snacks rather than just grazing all, all day is that we don't want to spend our whole time like constantly feeding because when we're in that feeding state, like our bodies have two modes. So we're either in feeding and where we're like storing energy or we're in burning where we're using energy. And so if we're feeding all day, we are actually just storing, 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 and we don't, we're not actually giving ourselves the opportunity to burn this, the, 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 you know, fat and, and sugar that we've, we've stored previously. So um, there's a, there's a lot of research around that grazing is detrimental. Like it does make it harder for weight loss compared to when you have some sort of, of, break in between meals and there's a lot of work that's going on around what's called time restricted eating where you have a window of uh you know between your last meal at last food you have at night and the first food you have the next day and like that has shown to like help people with weight loss of course but also even things like like other health markers as well. So even things like there was a breast cancer study and uh, where they got two groups and one group, they just let them eat random like as, as they had been and the other group, the, the study group, they got them to just have a 13-hour window between their last meal of the day and their first meal the next day. And then women were in, who were in that time time restricted, like or would, who had just had that that overnight fast, um, had like 40% less recurrence in their breast cancer than the, than the other groups. So there, it has a whole host of benefits for our health. And um, and the other thing around the timing piece, the, and the and and the thing is yeah i guess the other thing i want to say with the when thing is like but don't get too caught up in like oh i should be like having like a 16 hours or i should be having 13 hours like it, it's really up to you and, and figuring out what suits your lifestyle and just experimenting and trying things and because some people like get really hungry at breakfast time and so I, if you're one of those people who loves breakfast and you're hungry in the morning listen to your body and like make sure you're having breakfast whereas i just don't get hungry till like you know one two even like i didn't have lunch till three o'clock today because we were out and like that's really suits me and so for me like having breakfast is a pain and i don't i don't really enjoy it because my body's not really ready for it so with this do what like experiment to find 
what's best for you rather than thinking, oh, Jules said I should do this. Like it's like a matter of of trying things out. And I know Marisa was experimenting with her with one one meal a day. Like that's pretty extreme. And I highly would not recommend that for anyone unless you really like like have a strong reason to do it. Uh, but yeah, it's really finding like like it is good it's good to have some sort of break from eating but you don't need to be too militant about it and the other thing in terms of timing is a lot of people like will advise you that you should only eat when you're hungry like you shouldn't be eating if you're not hungry and the thing is that um it's really only social like there's so many like if you and then also like if you're waiting until you're hungry to eat and then trying to stop when you're full like that's two two goalposts that you're moving and it can just make it really difficult to manage in terms of like your work schedule and all those sorts of things so I actually recommend it I think and I think just from a circadian rhythm perspective you're actually better off kind of trying to stick to a similar similar meal schedule every day and then just adjusting the quantity so if you're not super hungry like I wasn't super hungry at dinner because I had that late lunch and I had quite a big lunch. So I just adjusted the amount that I had for dinner, but I still ate dinner at dinner time. Like I wasn't really hungry at dinner time because like I had this call and if I didn't eat then, then I wasn't going to be able to eat until nine o'clock. And that's just going to mess up like, like then I'm just going to mess up my bedtime. Blah. So it's okay to eat. I was, the message there is it's okay to eat when you're not hungry. Um, so we're going to do a quick exercise now. So I just want you to think about like what like what timing of your meals do you currently have? And if you're happy with that, amazing, like go for it. But if you're a grazer and you're, I mean, if you, and actually if you're a grazer and you love grazing and you like want to own the grazing, then keep going with the grazing, right? Don't change that if you don't want to. But if you're curious about, oh, maybe actually it would be helpful to, to like, get some sort of meal, have sort of some sort of schedule to my meals, then definitely like um, like would recommend experimenting and finding. But yeah, so the exercise, first exercise is just like just think through like what would you like to your your meal and snack schedule to be? Like and what sort of timing works for you? Like is it breakfast, lunch, a snack and dinner? Is it is it just lunch, a snack and dinner? That's what, that's what I do. Is it maybe you're like breakfast, lunch, and then like an afternoon snack and no dinner, like whatever, like you feel called to do. And also like, you know, you don't have to be doing this every single day, exactly the same, but just having that kind of general structure can be helpful. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll move on because I've actually got a, a lot to cover, but yeah, have a think about that. Um, Okay, so then in terms of the what to eat section, I think like the reason why nutrition is confusing is because it's not one size fits all. It's not like my body is exactly the same as as your body. And we all have like so many, you know, we have different biochemistry. Like I have poor insulin sensitivity, which I know, like whereas someone who has good insulin sensitivity, like like we we have different activity levels we have different like so many like different gut microbiomes like this genetic different genetics like so many factors play into it and so the reason that nutrition can be so confusing is because like if you're if someone's advising something because it works for them it may not work for you and 
And also the other thing with nutrition, like it's so com- like it's so complicated. And so studying it is really there's so many factors that go into it. So getting studies that are meaningful is really difficult. And also it's like a young science, like it hasn't been around for that long. And so what I think is really important instead is just to remember that you are the expert on you. And it really doesn't matter what the research is saying on general populations. What really matters is the experiments that you do on yourself and just paying attention and and figuring out what works best for you. So like letting your body guide you and just treating it as a fun ex- experiment like and just paying attention how do you, how do you feel like how do you feel like straight after eating stuff how do you feel like you know, a couple of hours after eating things and the, or the next day and also like pay attention to other signals from your body so yeah like how it impacts this how different foods and different amounts of food impact the scale but also think about like the other signs like your skin and your nails like are they are you happy with how your nails are growing like is your hair like falling out or is it is, is it um is it you know thick and lustrous like um because actually that's and that's one thing that for me like my hair I like have had two periods in my life where my hair started falling out and the first time I fixed it by just radically increasing my protein intake I tried heaps of different things and that was actually eating more protein like I like fixed it and then recent more recently um my iron levels are low and so my hair had started to fall out again I was like oh my goodness what's going on I was eating heaps of protein I was like what's going on um and yeah but then I like started to address the iron iron levels and that fixed it as well so like our bodies give us clues when when our bodies are missing out on on nutrients so just pay attention to them okay so my next kind of maxim or maxim thought about nutrition is this thought that there's no bad food and the thing is all food has some value and like like there's so much more to food than just getting nutrients into our body there's celebration there's um, nostalgia there's like connection there's you know when I make something from my like that my mom used to make like you know she's been dead for a long time and I just feel that sense of connection like with her um, and or when my sister makes like she made this cheesecake um, last time she came over that my mom like it was my mom's recipe and just like we all ate it just feeling so much like you know joy and love in our hearts for our for my mom like it was like a little celebration of her and so yeah like there's so much more to food than just nutrition nutri- nutrition and like you think if you were on a desert island and there were no there was no food and then some like highly processed bad food turned up, you would be eating that like and you were starving. You would be eating that and so thankful for that energy. So um and and the thing is that that with with this though is that yeah there are some foods that are difficult to stop. Like it's difficult like once you get going, like you want more and more and more of them. Um and particularly highly you know sugar sugary stuff and highly processed stuff. And so what we want to do with those, it's not that they're bad. It's not that we should never have processed food. What we want to do with them, though, is just recognize, okay, or just notice, okay, well, when I have chocolate or when I have these cookies, I want to keep eating all the cookies. And so rather than making it a problem, what you want to do is just go, okay, well, I'm going to set some boundaries and just be intentional about the amount that you're going to have before you start eating it. And so then you can use your prefrontal cortex to make good decisions about what it is that you're having. And of course, when you get to the end of it, like the donut or whatever you've allotted yourself, 
like then you can you're going to want more but you can learn to coach yourself in in those moments okay my next next point here is like ignore any shoulds like and I actually really believe that that if you like don't like a particular food even if it's or if even if it's really healthy then it's actually not good for you to have that food so like I had a friend over and she was like um I offered her like some of my homemade kombucha and she was like oh She's like, oh, I don't really like it. But she's like, oh, I guess I should. It's it's good for you, isn't it? And I was like, no, if you don't like it, it's not good for you. Um, so, yeah, ignore the shoulds. Give yourself permission to for pleasure. Like allow yourself to plan something delicious every day. Um, in terms of like kind of my thoughts on macronutrients, like just like getting enough protein is really key. Yeah, prioritizing protein is is really important and um, I think we're just we're living in a world where people aren't eating enough protein, and protein is the most satisfying macronutrient. Like it's really essential for satiety. And there's actually a school of thought in nutrition at the moment that our bodies are actually looking for like to fill to fill up fill, meet our protein requirements. And so if we don't eat enough protein, even if we've had way more calories than we actually need, our body is still hungry because it's looking to fill up that protein bucket. So and like I really encourage you to do an experiment, like eating way more protein than you than you currently are and just seeing how and just noticing how that impacts your satiety. Um, it, it has a huge, huge, huge impact on it. Um, so yeah, a lot of overeating is driven not because we're like you know depraved sugar addicts. It's because we're not getting the protein that we need. It's like a lack of protein. So our body's looking for protein. Um, yes. Okay. And what else? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. And the other thing is like being conscious of carbohydrates. So it's not like that rice is bad or bread's bad, but insulin like does interfere with hunger and satiety tidy hormones like it, it it does impact though because there's there's a hormone for hunger ghrelin and then there's like three or four different hormones that impact satiety and insulin if your insulin is too high uh, if your insulin sensitivity is out of whack and then you eat carbohydrate that can play into that that satisfaction piece as well and so to know if like you're someone who should be really mindful of carbs like you can either get your blood sugars test get your doctor to test your blood sugars um, or the the other good way to know is just like when you put on weight, if you put weight on around your tummy, which I certainly do, like it doesn't go on my butt or my thighs, it goes straight onto my, my um, I get like pot belly, um, then that's a sign that you have insulin resistance and you want to like get that sorted out with your doctor. And like seriously, consider taking meds. Like I'm taking um, metformin to improve my insulin sensitivity and i'm so glad i am and there's been a couple of people that have been in the naturally healthy club who have actually gone and got tested and ended up taking um, meds for diabetes and it's really helped them like just get their hunger levels in under control and their appetite back to a normal place and it really helped them on their weight loss journey and just having that that trust with themselves and, and changing their relationship with food and then the final thing is that really like how much the quantity is really key. And the first thing that that really alerted me to this was Daria Rose's book, Foodish, in that she mentions there's a, there was, um, so you may remember there was a documentary years ago 
um, called Super Size Me, where this guy ate every meal at McDonald's and he, every time they asked him if he wanted to get supersized, he said he had to say yes and he had to eat it all. And he got like over a month and he got like he was really sick and not not well by the end of the month experiment. And there was actually a follow-up documentary called Portion Size Me and uh, in that they had two college students and they again, ate every meal at a fast food restaurant. They, what, they didn't eat every single meal at McDonald's. They were allowed to mix it up. Um, but their, the difference with that was that they had to eat the appropriate size, portion sizes for their body um, Their body size. Mom was like this big basketball guy and, a, um, a kind of, and the other was a girl who's petite. And by the end of that, their month, neither one of I think the guy might have lost a pound but they pretty much had, were the same weight and their health health one of their health markets like blood pressure or something slightly improved um so just this idea that fast food is bad like it isn't fast food that's bad it's too much fast food that's bad so yeah that that movie's definitely um definitely opened my eyes to to and confirmed that thing that it's how much we eat is is way more important than what Okay, so there's another exercise that I'll um, I'll just paste this in the chat that you can do in your own time, and this is to uh, just come up with go-to meal, like come up with your own go-to meals. And this is another like concept that I got from my nutrition uh, lecturer when I was doing my health coaching, and it's just like it's okay to eat kind of the same things for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And it just, when you have some go-tos that you have, then it just, it just simplifies what you're eating and makes life so much easier. Um, is it portion size me on Netflix? I don't think so. Am I? But I, but I haven't looked actually. It, it might, maybe um, I watched it on like somewhere online. I can't remember. I, I sh um, should, should find it and post in the group. Uh, but yeah, the, the go-to meals exercise, that's just to, if you want to do it, if you don't want to do it, great, don't. But if you, if you are curious about making your life a bit easier, uh, just check out that link in circle and that will, um, you can you know, go through that in your own time. And I've got links to recipes to give you ideas and that's all those, those things. Okay. So the key takeaway that I want you to remember from today is that we are all different. You are the expert on you. Even if you don't feel like you've got a degree in nutrition or you don't have a degree in nutrition, you don't need one because you have your body. And so we want to take ownership of our own nutrition and nobody else can really tell you exactly what's best for you. Like you are the only one who can figure that out and just treat it as an experiment, like a fun experiment. And you just want to pay attention to how food makes you feel and you know, if your brain says like, I don't know, then it's like, it's tell your brain, like it's not supposed to know and just check in with your body and just get into this habit of listening to your body. And like, that's all we, all we really need to do. Okay. Does anyone have any questions about nutrition covered a lot just then? Um, any thoughts, anyone like, oh no, Jules, I'm freaking out here. Yeah. Lindsay. I just wanted to ask, is the insulin resistance the same thing as diabetes or not? Um, 
yeah so diabetes is like people who have like kind of the that's like the the end end point like when you've got that disease you've got like extreme it's like the extreme version of insulin resistance but you can have like there's pre-diabetes and so you can have like be like you can kind of have insulin resistance that's not full-blown diabetes yet and it can still impact your like when you eat carbohydrate you can still impact your if your insulin's too high that can still cause problems with your blood sugar um and your appetite so it yeah. shows up in a blood yeah yeah so yeah there's a um yeah so there's the best test i think at the moment is you can get fasting insulin tested some doctors will do that and then um but the most common test that they will do is uh called hba1c so it's testing for um how your average blood sugar over the previous three months so it'll show up there yeah amazing great any other questions thoughts was everyone excited to start experimenting becoming your own nutritionist um Hemoglobin A1C. Yeah, thanks, Marisa. Yes, is Emma. Amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. It's really it's fun. And like really those guidelines that I've given you, I'll paste the notes with the replay. Like that's really all you need to to go with. And just the skill of listening to your body. Yeah, so good. Um okay. So Emma, you posted in the group for coaching, and so we um we might do that now. Unless we move on from nutrition, does anyone anything else before we go? No, we're good. Um, okay, so Emma, I assume you can't talk, um, but so Emma had posted in the group a really lovely post, basically um, asking like, what is the ideal weight, and how do I choose? And um, I should have actually pasted everything that you wrote, Emma, because it was really, it was quite poetic to read. But basically, if anyone else is struggling with this idea of like, what's, what's your, what, what is my ideal weight? I don't know what my ideal weight, weight is. Then we don't want to look at like, and actually I think Emma had said in that post that her BMI is something that's like, just feels completely unattainable and she's never even been close to it. And um, and so rather than I, I really recommend not using BMI as a guide, but what I would do instead is if you don't know what your ideal weight is, that's completely fine. But if you so like you just check in with how you feel now and if you're like, yep, I'm really happy with my weight now, then that's your ideal weight. But if you're like, mm, I don't really feel great in my body, then then the only really way to know what your ideal weight is is to get there and know what feel like to feel it and be in it and know oh yeah this feels good for me and so it's like this journey of like you can't know it until you're there and so which is like okay Jules that's not very helpful so what I'd recommend is if like you know that your weight at the moment doesn't feel great then just set a goal that's like maybe like you know five pounds or two kilos less and then wait till you get there and go okay does this feel like me like does this feel easy to maintain and good do I feel good about this and if it's like oh no I think I want to be a bit lower and you like just step it down and go okay I'm gonna my next goal is 
is like another two pounds or another two kilos or another five pounds or you could do 10 if you want like whatever feels like a good number for you to have as your next goal and then when you get there then you go okay how does that feel and then just keep going until you get to a place where it it feels good like you you'll know like when you get to that place where you feel really good you also feel imbalanced like it doesn't feel hard to maintain I think that can be um like if you get to a place and you're like actually like I do feel like I do feel good in my body, but this is like too much hard work and I'm having to really like coach myself a lot to not have to um, like to to keep here and it feels hard to stay there, then you might want to like like try going up a few pounds and seeing how like how that feels. So it's gotta it's gotta be it's this, this balance between feeling good in your body, but also feeling good about how much you're eating and how easy it is for you to be at that place. So long answer for short questions so does does that make sense Emery does that feel feel good like just just chunk it down until you you get to where you are Uh, but yeah for anyone like BMI like it was created by an insurance company it's it's like did certain such a flawed measure of like where you should be in terms of your weight because there's so many factors like doesn't take into consideration body composition like your muscle mass and all those things um Okay, today's call plus the coaching answers the question perfectly. Excellent. Thank you, Emma. Um, like you said, baby steps. Yep. Yep. So just chunk it down. Just keep going until you get there. Oh, amazing. Okay. So in terms of home play, so this week, something slightly different. So of course, keep going with your enjoyment. Keep going with putting your cutlery down. Keep going with tracking, like weighing yourself every day. And keep going, um, but this week, like, let's do the daily practice challenge together. So normally I print it out and do it with with you guys, but because I'm here, I don't have a printer, so I'm a bit disappointed about that. But I'm going to be doing mine on my app. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like, just building this, this habit of our daily practice. And also your other home play is to remember to post your tiny win in the group or your lesson in the group this week. And nothing's too small or too big to post. And it's not if there's a win or if there's a lesson, there is always something there when you look for it. So your home play is to notice and because, and the whole point of this is to notice your progress, is to notice the little things that you are doing well because our brains have this negativity bias and our brains are always looking for problems, which has served us very well evolutionary, from an evolutionary perspective in history when we were fighting tigers and there were a lot of dangers but when we're trying to change something about ourselves in modern life always looking for the problems doesn't like blinds us and we don't actually see the progress that we are making and we really like the more we feel good about the progress that we're making the more likely we are to keep going and to not quit so this isn't just me wanting to feel good about lots of people posting in circle this is really about you helping you see those little gems that otherwise if you're not looking for them you might miss like and like you know Marisa's Marisa's like uh example of noticing oh yeah like I do this thing like like so if we're not looking for those wins we don't get to see them and yeah like we we miss out on an opportunity to feel good about ourselves so yeah, and the better we feel about ourselves, like this, life is hard. So the more we can have these little glimmers of like positivity, like 
yeah, the better it's helps us with our goal, achieve our goals faster, but it's also just makes the world a better place. Uh, yes. So that's, that's it for this week. So yeah, daily practice challenge, post a tiny win. And next week we're going to be talking about sugar cravings and urges. And then the week after that, we're going to be diving into the skill of listening to our tummies. So have a beautiful week, everyone. And if you think of anything, if you're listening to the replay and you've got any questions or something comes up and you're like, oh yeah, when I I don't not sure about that, then just post in the post in the group. Um, so good to see you. Yeah, amazing. Thanks everyone. Bye, Judith. Okay, have a great week. I'm going to Paris actually. <laughs> I'll see you guys. <laughs> I'll see you guys after my Paris trip. <laughs> Bye.